The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum. You're watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you stick with us. You have the usual suspects in the building. Uh, first, he is, well, I guess, shoot, technically, I think you have half. We'll, we'll find out in a moment. First, he is the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nine invulnerable brawler. That's no, 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 resident program. Those mag. I'm still, I'm still new at this. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, next, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trap in Chinese finger cups. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? And as for myself, my name is Lauren Chung. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Shout out to Oz. He's running a little bit behind, but he'll be here in a moment. So, uh, but yeah, we got a great show for you today. We are going to be talking to you all uh, about, about Step by Bloody Step, number one. We're also going to be talking to you all about uh, all new Firefly number one. So we got that. And of course, whatever is happening with the latest and greatest in comic book news and whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. But before we do that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, who without him, the show would not have happened. So thank you, Scott Rubin. Hope you're doing well. Good start. Um, and uh, I guess, you know, if you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, we should go ahead and let you know how it is you can make that happen. So here's how. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. Indeed. Indeed. Thank you, intern. <laughs> so, uh, Gents, how's everybody doing? I missed you all. I, I wasn't I wasn't here last week. Y'all doing okay? No. Um, no. Absolutely <laughs> that, not. That sounds accurate. <laughs> we should have left it. We should have left it going. The silence. <clears throat> I right. leave, Larry, you know, you, you can tell by Larry's energy. Like he's okay, he's feeling his way back. He can't miss one show. Usually he's like, yeah, fantastic forum assemble. No, today he's like, yeah, you know, his energy. See, and you leave him hanging. That's even, you know, it's all funny only to me, but you know, fuck the audience. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I will, I'll answer my own questions. I don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind conversation. Yeah, no. on... <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing pretty well. I can't complain. But okay, you know, okay. got a new phone today. Did you really? Yeah. You like. You said iPhone what? Thirteen. Oh, okay. That's the latest nice. one. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's like the lowest tier one. So, I mean, okay, but it's still a good phone, right? I mean, yeah, 
See, this is <laughs> this is this is what I don't like about iPhone marketing. Like them, they, whatever. They Android feel, does the same shit. Android does. They the making shit. you feel. They making you feel bad about not having the highest tier phone. No, man. Look, yeah, I, I, don't, ever, I actually don't feel bad. I, I what it is. It's you know this one has a bigger hard drive, so for my purposes, this will be it, and it's reasonable. For tax purposes, though. I could have just got had a bigger deductible if I would have got the bigger one, but it's like mm-hmm. nah, I gotta get a whole different case and you know my yeah. backbone and yeah. like eh, you know backbone. Oh, yeah. oh, that's the thing. The thing the, is called to play video games. Oh, got you, got you, right, right, right. Like your backbone. Yeah. Oh, is that fun? It's cool. I was actually gonna do the show from it today, but I don't have a case, so. <laughs> okay. Oh, there you go. You know, you don't want to fuck that up. Indeed, I agree with that. Uh, I should also mention that we'll take your comments directly uh, out of chat, bring them into the show, such as uh, we can insert witty chat comment here. Oh, sorry. I should let you do your thing, though. I apologize. Uh, you know, uh, Tiger Claw in chat says, the Batman opens this Friday. You're, you're all going to see it? Of course you will, because it's Batman. Uh, Technically, it starts Thursday night. That's true. Look, I'm sure you can probably get a Thursday afternoon show if you go to the right place. Look, you might be able to get a 10 a.m. show. It's DC. Look, you release exactly. a day early. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's been it's been out since Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really interesting just because I don't know. Like, am I wrong in feeling like Batman hasn't been getting the kind of like buzz and promotion like some other comic book movies and series do. Like, I mean, I don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying that they're not like they don't have commercials or anything. And obviously yeah. they had the Bat Calzone Bat Calzoni. Yeah. <laughs> but but I'm just saying, like, like I re- like I literally was having a conversation uh with my buddy, with my buddy Ray, and we were like at, we were out together. I want to say was, that was this past Saturday. And we we're like, man, it's crazy. Like we were talking about the same thing, and we we're like, yeah, that that movie comes out like, like it's been like two weeks, right? And we're like, yeah, we're going for two weeks. Now both of us are usually pretty well up on what movies are coming out when. Right. We thought this show was coming out two weeks from now, this past Saturday. It was actually coming out in less than a week. <laughs> and I'm like, when's the last time a Batman movie came out? And I'm like, man, I don't really know exactly when it comes out like you know like it, it feels you know after uh after snyder that he kind of gets like that you know like yeah i'm gonna watch it you know and now now this one looks a little more promising uh-huh. but it's still got that little bit of a stink on it you know like uh at a, it, but you know it's also a weird time because we're not thinking about theaters when we think of movies now it, you yeah know, i am uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I will say this trailer, each time I watch it, it like starts to hit me the wrong way. Like awesome. I know there's a scene where Selena's talking to Bruce and she's like, Well, you know, your family were like big philanthropists. Like, why aren't you doing anything? And in my head, I'm like, Well, the city did murder his family. Like, <laughs> you can't really blame the dude for not wanting to give back and it's just it it hit that hits me 
that's been, I don't know, been hitting me the wrong way. That and the yeah. riddle where justice is the answer, it's like, I like my Riddler riddles to be like, like, I shouldn't be able to get it. Like, Riddler riddles should be hard. <laughs> justice. <laughs> and you got to think, like, when the biggest promotional thing they have is the back calzone. <laughs> like, the back calzone sounds like it'd be promoting the Adam West show. Right. <laughs> it's true. So yeah, but look, I I think it's gonna be a good movie. I I, I you know I haven't seen as many commercials like Jay to get, but it's I, I mean I'm going in it pessimistic as it is. You know, like I'm mm-hmm. a in the Gotham when it comes to this movie. Like, Dude, there's no hope. I, <laughs> I, I will say pretty bad. <laughs> I will say that uh, Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman is probably the thing I'm most excited about for the movie, which is interesting because. Yeah. It looks like it might actually be like a really good portrayal, but like if you're like kind of into the whole like year one kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Like, but I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, our intrepid senior reporter Oz is in the building. What's up, Oz? She's no Halle Berry. Oh, how dare oh, you! How dare you! Ugh. Listen. This is what you were prepping while you were late. <laughs> oh, I. Just got home and it's either shower now or don't shower for the next day and a half. That that sounds rough. But either way, man, we, we were just talking about how it felt like there might be a bit of a lack of promotion for the Batman movie. Uh do you do you feel that at all, Oz, or do you feel like you've been seeing it everywhere or enough on the same level as you've been seeing like other movie stuff, like comic book movie stuff? I don't know if I would say the same level as comic. There's definitely less, and I don't know if it's a budget thing or mm-hmm. or or what. Uh, yeah, a, a lot less. But I, you know, with what I'm into, I get a lot more of it. Of course, right. So, nope. yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. Nope. It doesn't seem as highly touted as a Marvel movie, even. Or, or even like Peacemaker. Like I feel like Peacemaker was everywhere, and I understand you got to push Peacemaker more a little bit. I don't but... think Peacemaker was everywhere. I think John Cena was the promoter because he when whenever he did an interview, he put on the costume. Yeah, and he said yeah. himself, "That's that's the wrestler in him. You know, he's got to he's got to promote. Yeah. He's got to show yeah. the character to people." Yeah, so I think that gives the impression that there's a lot more. Are you, you saying know, that? Pattinson has less charisma than Cena. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd love to see uh, Pattinson do a cut a promo for WWE. Dude, that would have been some amazing promo for that movie. Like if if Pattinson had pulled, tried to pull like almost like a how Ryan Reynolds does with Deadpool sometimes, just show up in some place he doesn't belong. Like that would have been really cool. <laughs> I could just imagine like he's just like. Vengeance. Yes, you in the Starfleet uniform. Uh, uh, oh, I'm actually Robert Pattinson. This is some kind of <laughs> promotion for uh, Batman. It's going to go viral. You're going to love it. <laughs> well, what's your question? 
That's it. That's funny. Like the biggest, the biggest uh, thing I saw over the course of like the the press tour for the Batman was that apparently somebody, like one of the people that was interviewing Robert Pattinson, uh, like found out that he's a big Final Fantasy VII guy. <laughs> and, and so they were talking oh. about Final Fantasy VII. And, you know, it was him along with Zoe Kravitz. And there was a point apparently he was trying to explain, like, Final Fantasy VII characters and, and relationships. I love him even more. Yeah, to, to, to her. And she's, of course, looking at him like, you know, what? Like, like you know, like if you, I mean, we all know how convoluted Final Fantasy VII can be, and we're people that are like into it. Yeah, and then you so summon God like, Odin, and you know, <laughs> what? So, so can you only you can only imagine for a lay person that's like doesn't know anything about Final Fantasy trying to listen to somebody like geek out about it. It's just like gibberish. Entire claw in chat is uh, saying that I can't get passing patent. Pattinson as a sparkling vampire, and that is completely wrong. As is the case with much of what Tire Claw says, like when he said that the pussy joke in Peacemaker was taken out, it wasn't. Um, no, I look, I have a lot of respect for Pattinson as an actor because I've yeah, seen no, he's good. I've seen a lot of the stuff he's done that's not Twilight. If I, I don't I haven't even seen Twilight, I've seen clips of it just because you know there's like some funny cgi moments in it uh but i don't i i never well i guess i can't say i never saw myself vampire because that's that's how he was promoted for years and no he look i point to the lighthouse all the time dude dude can act and he's one of those guys that really gets into the character they were he was doing an interview again with uh zoe kravitz and they asked him you know about how he came up with the voice and he started talking about how um about that line in the trailer. He just he just goes off in his own world and he's talking about how yeah they had this fight choreographed and the only thing they didn't have to figure out was the voice and I came in there and I told him, you know what, after after he's like on the floor, I'm gonna punch him two more times. So those last two punches in the trailer apparently were, were him. And he wanted it, he he said, and then I want to say the line as I can see the consciousness leaving him. So it's the last thing he hears and he enters his unconscious dreaming. He's like Kravitz is looking at him like, wow, that's dark. What the, what the hell? <laughs> so yeah, dude, dude gets into it. There's a movie that he did with Tom Holland, and uh it's a Netflix original. And he plays like this Southern Baptist minister that bangs a teenage girl. Oh, and geez. it's essentially Tom Holland's sister. And Tom, Hall Tom Holland has to kill him. And oh, my it's an amazing movie. And look, this dude, uh, the dude playing Batman, mm -hmm. man, he acts the hell out of, out of that role, man. Like that, it's a great fucking movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I forget who. Who's in it? Tom Holland, him, uh, I forget who plays his dad, but I think his dad is another comic book movie dude. Like the movie I think you're talking about is, is The Devil All the Time. 
the devil all the time that's uh, it's a great fucking movie and uh yeah uh, oh man tom holland in it is really fucking amazing those cars in it yeah oh that's who it is the dude that played pennywise is tom holland's dad in it and uh, uh it's, wow is a good fucking movie but um, he was really good in tenant too yeah, hey, look, then that's the thing. He, you forget that he's in in the roles that he is. Like you, yeah. when you think about it, yeah. But I like, I love, I enjoy Tenet a lot. Yeah. And I'm not even thinking about him, but his, no. without him, the movie doesn't exist. Honestly, no, you're right. I think he looks more like Bruce Wayne in Tenet than he does in this movie. That's yeah. true. He 100 percent does. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be interesting, but. Enough. We'll, we'll talk more about the Batman, I'm sure, next week. So you know, I've been I've been hearing from people that have seen it, and it's it's all good things. But it's difficult for me to judge because then there's there's a lot of people that are going to love it no matter what. And right. you know, when you're in a lot of groups that are DC and especially Bat Family focused, mm-hmm. there can be some skewed thoughts. You know, they might be a little bit biased. I don't know. Right. Uh, so I, I want to believe them, and the non-spoiler descriptions that I've seen, I'm not going to even go into them. But mm-hmm. just what, what I've read, it you know, it, it's a it's a detective story. And eighty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Audience or critics? Uh, critics. Okay. Eighty six. Yeah. Oh, it was like ninety six when it came out. I mean, hey, you know, no accounting for taste, right? It's all averages, yeah. It's like the person that called the Joker pernicious garbage. Like, that knocked it down like 10%, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) And that's another thing with these movies, man. Once once I was, I couldn't be more wrong about Heath Ledger. It's like, I I need to, I'm going to hold off until I see it. Mm -hmm. that, That was like the biggest what the hell have I been talking about for these months? <laughs> when I, you finally see that on the screen, like, okay, all right, all right, he's fine. He's fine. What? You're not fine. He's fantastic. Why is this movie three hours long? No reason. <laughs> no reason. It might fly. Yeah, <laughs> it might just fly by. <laughs> one, one comment I did see was. This movie's three hours long, but it only feels like two. Like, that's not, I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. That's like when it's really cold. It's like, it's 11 degrees, but it feels like 10. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing it's going to have a, a a section where it's just going to drag a little bit. You think so? Like it might be those Bruce Wayne scenes. I mean, <laughs> like, because if you know Bruce Wayne's a thing where if you don't do it well, like, it's like you don't need Bruce Wayne in this movie. Like, just have him be Batman the whole time. Yeah, I, I honestly I feel like, like a good, good majority of the movie is probably going to be about uh, like character development for these villains. Because you got Penguin, yeah. right? You got friggin' Riddler. You got. Catwoman, you, you have, you and then you still up, have man. the gangsters too. Right? You're like, isn't it like yeah. Catwoman in it? So it's like, you got probably that long because all those people. Hmm? You got a TV show too. Are they planning a show based around that world? 
Oh yeah, yeah. I Gotham think it's uh, yeah, right. Electric yeah, so. <laughs> that's what it is. Gotham two electro kabooboo. So, I did my three D lighting today because of the movie for Batman. <laughs> well, I bought my tickets February tenth when they first went on sale. Sheesh, really? Yeah, I got that email. Gonna... Out. I I was I was worried it would sell out. It's not gonna sell out where you are, right? It it's happened. It can sell out. Did anybody watch uh, Studio Six Six Six? Yes. How was it? Dude, I loved it. I thought yeah. it was amazing. Um, it was a flop on the really theater. Really funny. Yeah. I know it's it's so sad. Yeah. But I mean, you talk about a movie that wasn't promoted. Like yeah. Studio Six 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 wasn't promoted at all, almost. And what is that? The rating show. So Studio Six 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 is about the Foo Fighters uh, going up to this renting out a mansion in order to record oh. their tenth album. And Dave Grohl gets possessed by demons, and they inspire him to like make the song. And so he's becoming possessed and trying to write this this uh, song. And the closer he gets to finishing, the more, yeah, the more he gets drugged down into the darkness. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a horror comedy. Um. Yeah, and it, it is just really fun. It's a, like, it's a good time. Now that you describe it, I actually I saw that the preview for it. It it did look funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it based on a true story? Yeah, yeah actually. Well, a uh, little uh, uh, a little uh, addendum here. I thought I had that removed, but um. <laughs> It, 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 they he mentioned a, he, he was it was supposed to come out like a year ago to coincide with the newest album so part of the promotion was that they recorded that album and that that shit happened and then the movie comes out it was supposed to come out at the same time so it wasn't really a true story now in his book he did write about being in a house a haunted house and stuff but they never recorded an album on it and uh his book actually details the haunted house experience and uh, i don't think he ever recorded an album there but it it was they used elements of his real life haunted house experience in the movie just not the possession stuff yeah Uh, tiger clan chat says maybe that's why the movie flopped because it's the foo fighters like who here still listens to their music Foo Fighters is one of the is still one of the biggest bands in the world. Like yeah. it's a little insane that you said that Tiger Claw. Yeah, like, they're single-handedly I'm cutting you a lot of slack because I know you're an EDM guy and you're yeah. not really <laughs> listening to alt music that much. But the Foo Fighters are still huge. They're like the only uh rock band that makes money. <laughs> you know, because they could still sell out like Madison Square Garden for a couple nights, you know, at a time, and they still they still bring a huge. They put asses in seats and some tours. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. yeah. You said you saw it, Mo, or no? I didn't. I didn't get a chance to. And then when I saw, heard it flopped, I'm like, it's my fucking fault. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. yeah. They were waiting for you, Mo. They're like, yeah. No, actually, 
it, it's a really sad like how bad this movie did yeah um it came in eighth over the weekend uh behind fucking, yeah and it was the only new movie that weekend Dang, still came sucks. in eight <laughs> people more people went to go see dog than fucking studio 666 like uh, fucking dog dog has i don't know dog. what that is what's dog it's channing tatum and a dog like that's the plot of the movie that like that's your whole synopsis Channing I mean, I tatum and a dog I, I don't know what else you need jay Channing tatum <laughs> and a dog that's for the that's for like the thirsty crowd they're like oh look how cute everything is <laughs> Yeah, wow. again, a tire claw with the other flawed statement. It's another dog movie. Those dog movies make money. Dog yeah, movies there's no, dog no, that, no he, he is right. It, it is another dog movie. It's, uh, it, it's, I, I can't but, believe, like, I, I, I still can't believe people are into that. Does the dog talk? But, no, it's just, it's just oh, a dog. He has a spunky attitude. And, his owner is a veteran that died. Yeah. Like, in battle. Is that Channing Tatum? No, Channing yeah. Tatum is the is the art is the other guy's friend. Yeah. Taking care of the dog. <laughs> Taking the yeah. dog to the funeral, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> this shit is dumb. Like, this movie has does, everything. Does does the dog uh have like a scarf or something? Does it wear any clothing? Or? It's a German shepherd. No, it's actually so, uh, so yes, is that means a three piece suit? Yeah, yeah. Belgian melody. He he wears his medal of honor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I mean not a, a physical decor. one, just the fact that you know he's a dog. He's a Do decorated soldier. Do they award oh, yeah. medals to the animals? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like one of the World War One uh captains <laughs> was a, a, a pit bull that they found. Wait, a captain? A captain? Wait, so he <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait, so he is not only that he has the medal, he, he, he has yeah. a rank. He he, so, he got promoted to captain. Bless you. Uh, he got promoted to captain. Captain. So stuff. so so technically, when that dog wants to go outside and goes up to like a private, the private has to take it. Oh, has to, it's an order. Has to pick up his shit. Yeah. And the private has to salute him. Dude, this dude, this dog. Look, this dog helped find people in you know. During the mustard gas shit, he got sprayed with mustard gas in his face, and he discovered three German spies. He earned those bars, Lawrence. Yeah, what have you done, Larry? Hey, not enough, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> not enough. It's like, in any I would, case, I would hate to join the army and be outranked by a dog despite my Dude. college degree. <laughs> they found him, they actually found him in like boot camp. Like, he joined the boot camp, started running with the soldiers. And one of them just took him. They got shipped off, and he took him with him. That's a volunteer and, right there. Yeah. You said sign me up. Yeah. Steve Rogers, no. Dog, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> you another one of those dog movies. Think of Captain Stubby. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, He's so, a fellow it's, it's, so, it's so weird. Like, okay. I forgot the two movies it was ahead of. It was like ahead of Scream, mm, and I like can, and oh, scream. scream and Serrano or Serrano, Serrano. But right. like all the other Uncharted. Okay, I get that. Dog, uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Spider Man, uh, Marry Me. 
did more this weekend than Studio 666. That's because of our promotion. It's a comic book movie. Come on. Mary Me was great. (laughs) Don't front. (laughs) Yeah, it's a shame. Wait, what? Wait, so there's an awesome cameo. How come Cyrano didn't beat it? Cyrano's no good. They don't like the uh, disability swapping. It's, but it's, wow. What? That's wild. They disability swapped. I mean, isn't look, having a big nose isn't a disability. I don't know. Well, where you, where you are. Yeah. <laughs> look, if you're taking, if you're on trial and they say you swear to tell the truth and you have a big nose, they're like, like 1940s Germany. Well, okay. I'll leave that. No, see, see, see. It was a thing. Nah, the reason I give Sir no shit is because he was mad that they made a a, a Latin Snow White in in Disney Plus. No, he wasn't mad. They had a Latin Snow White. He didn't want their. He was like, "Why are there dwarves?" Real quick, Big Man Twenty Four Seven says in the commercial, one of the jokes is Tatum pretending to be a blind vet. I was like, who finds this funny? Oz. I don't. Like, you're, yeah, you're absolutely cool. right. It, it's, it's not, not that funny. he pretends to be a blind vet. Is that they catch him because he reaches for the dog. Yeah, it's not funny. It, it's just... <laughs> I told you it was Oz. It was Oz. I, I told like, you. Faking war injuries is hilarious. <laughs> That's how Oz feels. <laughs> like he goes to the Veterans Day parade wearing his uh, Eagle Scout badges. No, I I, I, park in, I park in the veteran spot and just walk with a limp. He literally get away with in the handicap spot. He gets he uses his ROTC stripes. Yeah, yeah, Oz. Uh. Made me laugh so much, I'm tearing. <laughs> All that to say, if you haven't seen Studio 666, you should go out and see it. Uh, maybe not you, Mayor. It's it's funny, but it is really gory. Yeah, it looks so gory. It might not be up your alley. Yeah. <laughs> Boston, you can't be here. Boston, Boston, <laughs> doing a show, Boston. Literally at least soft pussy. At least... Look in the camera and say hello to the people if you're going to be here. See that way. See you're like you're uncooperative. You're uncooperative. There. <laughs> there. I, I don't think you can show pussy on YouTube. You're right. You can. It's white. Wow. I don't know what that means, but I don't want any Tiger Club. Tiger Club says in that case, Mary Young should see it. You had him watch horror movies before. Yeah, but we got to be selective because. He'll get burnt out and just refuse, like outright, or even worse. So we have to be like selective with what we show him. I get burnt out and poop my pants. (laughs) Then, then it's a bad day for everybody. Not me, because I ain't changing. (laughs) It's like y'all have to sit in this with me. Makes okay. me, this movie makes me feel all warm and fuzzy. <laughs> what did you have to eat if it's fuzzy? <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, whatever they fed you at your UFC gym. 
it's white and creamy. Oh. What are we doing first? We're doing... Uh... I mean, let's, oh, let's do We're doing Firefly first, right? We can do Firefly first. Review. Like review. Well, not not like that, but like. All right, folks, we got all new Firefly number one. Um, basically, uh, trying trying to figure out uh if it's a good jumping on point for fans and whatnot. I don't know the story because I didn't get to read it, unfortunately. Oh so, yeah, forgot. Yeah. So who who can who can pick it up and talk about this book? I'll do it. Yay, mother. Man, I I'm so mad you guys didn't get to read it, but um uh, it's basically look it's a jumping out point. I don't know if it's a good one. Um there's uh, a change in rank. There's a different captain. So I don't know how far you've been reading, Larry, but there's a new captain of I, the Serenity. I didn't know that. Okay. What happened to Captain Reynolds? He's still there. He just doesn't hold the rank. It's just somebody showed up and said, I'm the captain now. It, it's a girl, a lady, and uh, I forget her name, but I think it's one of the other captains. Kaylee, yeah, all right. Yeah, so I, I never the... watched I didn't watch it, but I oh, think I knew who Kaylee she was the engineer. Yeah, okay, I know who she is. You can't tell who anybody is from this book except for <laughs> uh for Jane. The art is terrible. But basically, oh, they're stranded on a planet called Lilac. Jane gets attacked because he's the hero of some mudding moon, and he was supposed to return and help everybody, and he didn't, and people died, either either died off, left, or uh killed themselves. And uh, some guy that killed himself's brother beats him up. Jane fights back, gets thrown in jail. Jane's a dude, by the way, if you haven't, uh, you're not familiar with, with uh, uh, Firefly. Um, I'm not. So he gets thrown in jail. Mal comes to get him out. Instead of bailing him out, he shoots the lock. They go on a chase, as you know, happens in Firefly. <laughs> you know, um, Joe, you say you don't want spoilers for this, right? No, I don't care about Firefly. You can spoil as much as you want. Okay, cool. You should care so, about Firefly, John. Basically, uh, when they you get know, to the it's story. hard because everyone is like, everyone is mad at Joss Whedon now. And so if I try to watch it, I'm going to get a whole bunch of flack from all the people that hate Whedon. His Twitter followers? Right. Like all the Twitterers out there, it's like I, I'm not sure it's worth it to get in the Firefly at this moment with <laughs> Joss being as terrible of a person as he is. And yeah, I'm not I'm not sure that it's worth it. Worth all the I might get like like side canceled, <laughs> adjacently canceled, right? Adjacent canceled by contact right like i don't need a contact cancellation i'm trying to be a, <laughs> a, I'm, a I'm an aspiring music artist like i don't and need right. that kind of grief <laughs> wow right. wow okay. okay what about 
what you do here. You're not aspiring to anything here. Well, what do we do here? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. He talked like, shit to the bed is canceled. <laughs> he was like, wait, people can see like, this? <laughs> saying Cyrano disability swap. <laughs> Jay, Jay was like, I thought we were just on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, all this to say that yeah, if uh, first of all, Jay, it is a perfect time to get into uh, Firefly because not only they canceled the show, you know, as as we know, that was great. Even though I kept falling asleep at episode five, but um, but up until five is great, and I'm sure six and on is great, but I refuse to skip that episode. But um, you got all these comics, so it's like not only did they you lose, uh, not only did you lose the show, but you had it continues, you know. And uh, a lot of these comics are, are pretty good. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's try doing this. Let's see how that looks. Okay. All right, but I'm gonna go back to to my synopsis. All right. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, they 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 go into space. They get chased by the the lilacs military forces, and then Jane says, "Hey, I heard them talking at the bar about uh, this requiem moon, and they stash all their shit there. And if we could have enough fuel to get there, because I know I fucked everything up, so we couldn't get our supplies, we couldn't get food, we couldn't get fuel. Like if we can outrun them enough to just get there, we can." get what we need and take a little bit more for our troubles as jane would say you know and mm -hmm. uh, and that that's it they they make it they outrun the military and they land and they land on a buddhist monastery moon <laughs> requiem moon is not a a a uh a hideout chest for loot from all these scavengers and thieves and pirates it's actually a, a temple planet where you have space monks Wow, and wow. they said, hey, welcome. And up until that point, like this book was like, Man, I'm so mad that Larry didn't have this ready for us, and he, he suggested this, and I gotta read this. But then uh then we get to that point, I'm like, okay, it's interesting again. And that <laughs> that's kind of how uh the Firefly show is, <laughs> you know, like it'll sometimes it'll feel a little run of the mill, and then there's just a little twist and plot and, mm -hmm. and or the destination they go to. It's oh this makes this interesting this makes this character interesting this makes this episode interesting and uh this you know i figured this late in the game they wouldn't try to impress anybody with these firefly books so <laughs> they um that's where i was like okay with this end i'm like oh man now when we joe you showed the art earlier and i'm gonna share a screen earlier nobody else read it right because i don't need to get anybody's uh yeah perception of it okay so uh they use character models I, I believe for um for uh the characters but they don't look like the tv show characters that mm -hmm. much you know because then you got to pay royalties or some shit and uh let me see if i can share this screen real quick Ooh, i have an extra character i have the extra camera section now mm -hmm. window do they have two dicks character in the books? What's two dicks character's name? Wash? No, Wash died. That's uh, why I'm asking. Yeah, no, he's not in here. Okay, good. 
So, you know, <laughs> I, I get that they're not trying to make them not look like um, the the TV show characters. But right. all like, the characters uh, look the same. Yeah, like, yeah, I get that, yeah. Uh, Larry, I mean, I know you didn't read it, but look at this shit. Yeah, they don't look great. Like they—they they almost yeah. have like a a low a, a low budget kind of Chris Sprouse kind of thing going on. Like even the girls here. Look at this. Yeah. Who's the guy yeah. with the mustache? I don't know. I was just about to ask that too. His name is Vincent. Or Leonard. Oh. Leonard. It's Leonard. He's the Spock of the group. Oh, I don't know when he came in. I'm, oh, see, he, yeah, look, he literally, he could be evil Mal. Yeah. Like, here's Mal. <laughs> he's evil Mal from the mirror dimension. The evil dimension. Right. You know? So, uh, right. and that's, that's like my, you know, there's a lot more. Uh, did I get any more art here? I mean, no, those faces look like that meme of the NPC. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's that's what it is. Like, there's no, you know, like, for example, Mal has a distinguished, his haircut is a giveaway. You know, if you look at Mal on the silhouette, it's the coat and the haircut. And they don't do that here at all. Uh, you know, maybe like, the, yeah. I was going to say, I think he gave Kaylee the coat. <laughs> no, he started hey. the coat. Kaylee... The, the first one he showed, I could kind of guess who everybody is based on what they're wearing, but it is rough. Yeah. Like you really got to be paying attention. When you talk about a a starting point, like, that's part of it. Like, it's based on a show. Like, I literally had a conversation Monday with a client because he's like, you got to continue watching Firefly. It's on, I think it's on Tubi for free. Mm -hmm. And it's on Hulu as well. So it's like, it's mm -hmm. back on Hulu. Watch it. You know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, uh, you know, I can't get... I tried watching right where I left off. Fell asleep again. <laughs> you know? They're never bringing back the show. I'm like, dude, like, you just became a fan of this show. You have all these comics to read. I'm jealous because none of the shows I ever liked that get canceled mm -hmm. have this much uh, extra material that I can continue my fandom and you know we've reviewed these firefly books in the past some are a little better than others i think this is this is not a bad story it's a badly drawn book but it's not even mm -hmm. badly drawn it's just not what i'm used to when i when i read these firefly books but this is the worst one i've ever read i think and it's not i'm not saying it's like a two or a one it's just this the quality's always been good for people yeah. who like, you know, like it's consistent with the show yeah um, but yeah, so it's uh it's definitely one of those things like the art really like I mean I understand they got a, they got deadlines and shit, but there's just certain things like you know, uh whatchamacallit, Jane is Adam Baldwin's character, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So he looks like himself, but then I feel like they use his model to do everybody else and then just oblong the face a little mm -hmm. to give it some difference, but not by much. And nah, so it, it's you know, yeah, yeah. It, it is interesting. Like, I wonder, I wonder what those deals are like, like in regards to using their likeness for yeah. things like the comics or whatnot. Because I know, like, when the books, like, you know, I, I read especially like some of the initial, the initial um, comics, 
like the dark and, horse run. Mm-hmm. The dark and, horse run, I feel like you know they had to deal with residuals and shit because they had the photo covers and stuff. Right, right, and yeah, people look very much like who they're supposed to look like in those books. So, you know, but yeah, yeah. So, in the case of like giving this book to my client and saying, "Hey, you know, I know you you you've been wanting you no know, more extra stuff that from what you saw, here's this." Mm-hmm. If he just jumped onto this from watching the show, mm-hmm. he can. If it was a prose book, he's all in. <laughs> mm-hmm. But looking at these people is going to be jarring. It might turn them off to the whole, the whole reading Firefly comics. As a yeah. Whole. Also, too, I think it does continue from the last set of books or whatnot, too. And I think that, yeah, you know, obviously, like, it, like, I'm sure there's an interesting story behind how Kaylee becomes captain of Serenity, but it like you can't just go from what you know from the show to that without some sort of like explanation in regards to what happened or do they mention that at all in this book? Nah, not really. It just they, he says he kind of like there's one thing he doesn't miss from being captain, and there's another thing that he does miss. Mm. But he's still in a, a kind of an advisory position. Like it's they still, yeah. Kaylee still talks to him. Like doesn't talk to him. Like oh, okay, you're here now. Right. You know I mean, like it's like you know we got to do this. It's you know, like the way he got Jane out, like out of the jail. It's like well, it's a little risky, and and she just says you know you had to do what you had to do. Like she trusted mm. that decision, even though it's not a decision she would have wanted, and it led mm-hmm. to a, a situation that they can't handle right now <laughs> but she's mm-hmm. still okay with how he did it and it's mm-hmm. not like oh all right you know like uh, i feel a lesser story would have just brushed through that as just like the the action <laughs> moment to get you sucked in where right. here it's like they kind of addressed it a little bit in a, in just two word bubbles and you get a lot of character in those two mm-hmm. word bubbles which like again kind of is like the show a little bit like mm-hmm. with just a line of conversation between commercials you learn a lot about characters sometimes mm-hmm. i don't like kaylee as the captain why is that because she she's the, the engineer she's the one that has to like fix shit when they're taking damage mm-hmm. as they're taking damage you know she needs to be in the engine room not in the front making decisions well they might have another engineer not not as good as Kaylee. Like well, Kaylee was, was the best engineer, and at this point, she probably knows every bolt in that damn ship. Mm-hmm. The new engineer says they said, "Hey, how much fuel?" And then that new engineer starts rattling off stats of like the ship in general, not like how much they need or have to do what they yeah, need. See, to that's do. dumb. Kaylee would have said, "How much? How much do you need? Where do you need to go?" And yeah. I'll take care of it. I'll, I'll get you there. Get- She'll throw mm-hmm. beer and and uh, was it banana peels into the flux capacity? <laughs> yeah, Kudik's wife should it should take over as the captain if you need to change captains for whatever reason. See, whatever. I don't. I, have I think the story story. kind of makes it so that she doesn't want that. I that, think I don't the, know. I, that's even better. The the best leader is somebody that doesn't want it. But but that's the whole thing where it's like it it's it would be out of character for her to accept that role. It kind of feels after like, the Tudic dying, right? Not even after him dying. I think even before he died, like 
she doesn't want to be that person. You know, she like the role that she plays is the role that fits her best, I think. Like the support, you know, like the 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 person behind the person, you know, and so not like puppet master, but just somebody that plays support. So Zeno Core in chat says on a small ship you wear many hats. She can be the captain and the engineer. Other folks are there to handle the other essential tasks. Like, like I don't know the story behind how she became the captain, and I would like to know it. But I like the idea of it only because I could totally see that being uh, uh, evolution of that character. Like, I, I can see it. Like, don't get me wrong. It's like, and the point you make, Oz, is is real valid in the sense you're like, nobody's gonna do that job better than she can. But you know, like that's like one of those messed up kind of things that happen sometimes in the real world, right? Where somebody's like too good at their job and somebody and so people choose not to promote them. It's like that's messed up, you know, and Mal Mal wouldn't do that. You know, he wouldn't like not let her be captain because you're like, no, I, I need you as engineer, as my engineer. Xenocore goes on to say any ship's captain is the ultimate support character. You make it so the operators can get their job done. That makes sense. That sounds like a good captain role. You're also, right. doesn't Malcolm own the ship? That's why he used the captain. Like he bought the ship. I remember mm-hmm. two dicks wives looking at him like, "Why? Why'd you buy this piece of junk?" Right. Yeah. And that's like his little his little place where he's like, "I I make the rules." So, you know, for yeah. me being a, a well-rounded geek and knowing, you know, picking up through conversation things about Firefly and and you know the culture. A surrounding Firefly and the fandom, like this one, actually, as bad as I, I, I didn't like the art, mm-hmm. it's like you know what? I think I'm gonna go back and watch now. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. now, like, man, maybe I want to read all these books too. <laughs> yeah, which is well, luckily, I just got a credit card, so it's gonna be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's interesting because, like, I understand that you know, comic books are collaborative efforts and it's um, it's a thing where, you know, each each individual comic is like its own, like a project unto itself. And, you know, you don't want to obviously, obviously ruffle anyone's feathers or, or insult anyone in regards to the work that they put in because Lord knows, like, being a comic book artist is hard. It's hard work, and, yeah. and and it can be unforgiving. But I'd be damned if it would not be cool sometimes to have like books like remastered. You know, like sometimes <laughs> I look at a comic book and I'm just like, damn, I wish another artist would just come and redraw the entire thing. <laughs> you know, like and it's like I feel bad for having that thought, but like there, like I I personally feel like there's probably a market for that, like. And and that's like and I would say that even about books that aren't like that don't have bad art, like in the sense like, um, you know, just just as an example, like I'm rereading, like I'm reading the Walking Dead deluxe editions, right? And that's not they don't change the art in that; they just add color because you know Walking Dead originally was black and white. 
and that by itself is like a, a different experience. It's 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 amazing to reread them in regards to like what it was like back then. Um, you know what like the what the Walking Dead was then versus what it's become now. But it's like there's like I would totally like read a version of the Walking Dead like the first like say twelve issues drawn by a different artists and their interpretation of the script and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Just because it's like, that would be interesting. And it's not even a knock against, uh, you know, Adler or, or anyone. Tony like, Moore. Tony Moore. Yeah, I'm sorry. The, he, it's more than Adler. Right. Yeah. Right. But, you know, um, it's not a knock against either one of them. Colonel Tony Moore, by the way. <laughs> what I'm saying is, <laughs> is like, because... Right? Because I enjoy re reading their issues the way they did it, but it's like it would be cool just to get a different take, you know. And it just like because it would be like a different book because it's it's like, the who same would way you how see, like who would you who would you want to see do it? I like I don't know. It's a good like it's a good question. Like I like there's there's a part of me that. Um, it would be cool to see like Finch, you know, like do like an entire issue, or you know, or even like a um, Chris Pachalo. You know, I don't want to see Chris Pachalo, but uh, I could, I could see why somebody would. You know, what I'm saying like personally, like I like Chris Pachalo, but I feel like the tone of that book doesn't fit his style so much. <laughs> Fuck you, Larry. But but like um or even like a um oh damn all of a sudden I can't remember my man's name not not um the, like the the artist from Authority not quietly the the widescreen oh, Brian Hitch uh, Brian Hitch uh, <laughs> like I feel like Brian Hitch drew the TV show in the first like three episodes because <laughs> he got that like. You know, because yeah. those shots were kind of tight in the comics. Like a lot yeah. of a lot of those shots mm -hmm. were tight. You know, you get the mm -hmm. flash page when he's walking with the horse, mm -hmm. but on the TV show they kind of went wider. You know, like yeah. more of the the isolation in the environment was a big yeah. thing compared yeah. to the early comics. And yeah, it's like yeah, that's like how Brian Hitch would have done it now. Yeah, yeah. So like I, I like off the top of my head, those two people would be interesting to see or whatnot. So, you know, but anyway, I the reason I, to... I brought Chris Pachalo up is because I um I just started reading Savage Spider-Man. Ah, and, cool. Uh, and, and it's a continuation of Non-Stop Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. And uh Chris Pachalo was drawing that and mm -hmm. that's a really good book that you're never going to hear a reveal about because it's going to be a one-shot and you have to subscribe, like and hit the bell to get that. So hopefully it'll be ready in a couple days. That's cool. Enough for the self promotion. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, all new Firefly With this, Moses. Look again. It, it's it, the book, like especially now, like talking about it again. It's like it's even better than my initial reading. Like I'm like, yeah, this book was good. It's just the art, and even the art itself. There's a scene I wish I would have taken. If I would have done a pros and cons about the art, I probably would have hold this page but there's a page when where the military the lilac military gets to them the magistrate as they call it 
and it comes up and it's just in space and they're just surrounded looks good it almost looks like a brian hitch on like scion or one of those cross gem books where he first mm-hmm. came out that was like mm-hmm. in space it looked yeah. like something like that and it's like that's technically good art the real yeah. like art flaw here is in the character designs yeah. and uh, so it, it's you know thinking about it now it's the art isn't as bad as i uh made it out to see uh made it out to seem but um yeah just those faces man yeah <laughs> like i'm actually thinking i bought it on comiXology uh through the new way of buying which was not my favorite because yeah. it put the marketplace people selling it to me before even though i went to comiXology.com <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it it gave me it sent me to the marketplace person so I could have gotten the physical book. And it's like, no, I'm trying to buy a comicsology book. Mm-hmm. And so that was uh, another, which they put a statement, by the way. I don't know if you guys saw, but that's mm-hmm. a, you can talk about that in the news. Yeah. Um, but you bring it, but yeah, definitely like it's a four out of five, you know, uh, just thinking back on it, it's like the book itself is, is a solid book. And I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, so I, I'm it. You know what the new Comicsology Kindle thing does is it lets you pre-order the series now. Oh. So I almost did that. I think with Comicsology Limited, you save like twenty percent or something. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna do that because I wish I would have done that right off the bat now, because mm-hmm. I would have saved a little more money. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I didn't know if I was gonna like it or not, and I, I you know. We already had the thumbnail up. Somebody has to read it. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but yeah, so yeah, four out of five for me uh, for all new Firefly. <laughs> there you go, right. All new, all different. <laughs> right. Firefly number one. Firefly sure. now. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, so cool. Yeah, cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. Y'all ready to talk about. Uh, Step by bloody step number one. Yeah. Okay. Step by bloody step number one. Okay. Um. Oz, Jay, you want to talk about read? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. Let's, yeah, yeah let's I mean, Jay you did. I mean, you did. Okay, good, good. Jay, you good to to do it? Do what? The the summary of step by. Oh, bloody okay. Step. Yeah. Uh, it's the Iron Giant. <laughs> it's the Iron Giant. Yeah, that's it. Like it's the Iron Giant, but a girl instead of a boy. Post-apocalyptic wasteland. Fantasy wasteland. Yeah, you know. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, okay. like pretty much. Like <laughs> at one point, there's like heads, like a flower head. But basically, yeah, it's it's the Iron Giant, like this girl and this robot, just kind of living their life. <laughs> or am I missing something? Did I miss something in the subtext? Uh well, here's the thing. Low like, jobs. 
<laughs> it's not like one of those uh like those dark horse present book what's that book 13 larry with the little boy in the yeah it felt like that only a little more quiet <laughs> so if you read that that'll give you a sense but it, it also felt like one of those heavy metal vignettes like in or, or lo sex love and robots you know it mm -hmm. felt like one of those part of an anthology and it's just a weird book where is this girl wakes up. Like, I'll give you the actual publisher approved synopsis. A girl wakes up, doesn't have a name, doesn't have a language, doesn't have a home, but she has a giant. And that's it. That's the giant is protecting this girl across this wasteland in this first issue. I want to say over the course of five years or so. Um, and yeah, you don't read anything like it's literally like watching a silent cartoon like watching uh primal primal yeah that's that's a perfect example it, which is why i think larry wouldn't like it because he didn't like gone and he didn't want to read a godzilla comic or a red lantern comic <laughs> yeah like godzilla in hell was awesome but larry was hating on it i hated it on godzilla in hell yeah i don't even remember well, you hate a lot of things, so yeah, especially not, when they don't have dialogue. Not surprising that you would and forget some of it. And technically, they have dialogue here. It's just in Krakoan. <laughs> that ain't Krakoan. I'd have been able to read it. <laughs> but yeah, and you know, it, it's very you know, they do these things in this art where it can be simple, but then it's super detailed and all in one panel. And I fucking love that. It, it adds. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's, it's a psychedelic thing or it's just creating the the just creating enough art in a certain so that my brain fill it in and then give me the the detail where I need to focus, you know. And I see if I I have some examples here. I think, but um, and, and I, I loved it. Uh, you know, unlike um, what you call it, <laughs> all new, all different Firefly. <laughs> Let's see, window. Oz, uh, what did you think? Well, Mo's pulling up some examples. I hated it. Okay. I, I was hey. out from the jump. Like, in the beginning, like she's sleeping in a snowstorm on what I assume is a metal hand. And it's not mm -hmm. like a closed fist to keep her warm, it's like, like open. Like so, she's just out there sleeping in in a in a snowstorm, naked, perfectly fine, perfectly comfortable. At that point, you better tell me this child is magical if it <laughs> if they can do that. And then a few pages later, it, like they start a fire. She's putting on clothes. I'm like, okay, so she can feel cold. Like now, she needs clothes to get comfortable in in a fire where she literally slept through a blizzard on a piece of metal, like. Man, it's some bull. I mean, it's fantasy, uh, Joe. I mean, Oz. Whichever one you are. Yeah. <laughs> you all look the same to me. I, I was the one, like, I warned you, conservatives would hate this book. Like, I was saying <laughs> that before the show. Yeah, that's true. You did say that. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say, because, like, I think Oz's biggest gripe is that he doesn't know why things are happening. And, you know, 
that's part of, of, of the silent fantasy <laughs> comic. Uh, mm. But in this panel I put right here, like you see, like her, not a lot of detail in the little girl character, a ton of detail in the little finger off in the corner, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that, that, I, lo- I love that. Like, yeah, the, the art in it is, is great. Mm-hmm. I like the art. I like, I like the visuals. I, and it's like, I, 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 I gotta like, not complain because I've there's been so many books where I talk about the wall of text, <laughs> <laughs> and then I get this book and like the art is great and you don't have that wall and I'm sitting there like I'm I'm kind of angry but I I don't like more books should do stuff like this because it is it is very good to look at you know the the story once you get past the the snow areas and into like you know warmer climates then the story becomes a little bit more interesting and you really got to look at each panel to kind of get what's going on i tried skimming it the the first time because i wanted to see how long it would take for words to show up and <laughs> they did it so then i didn't know <laughs> what was happening so i had to, what the hell was that hold oh, on no, 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 no. <laughs> we hit the back button on that. We are not skipping right over that. <laughs> we are not skipping over skinny mo. <laughs> All right, so I-, I love the character design on these monsters, though. Like, oh, we're just gonna ignore just it. Like, it's not skinny mo. It's it's the uh, president of Ukraine. <laughs> I mean, it's not, but it is <laughs> with a, with mohair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they, told me, they told me I look like him, so I put the hair and the beard on him. To see That's funny, man. That is funny. It was all in the I same. I thought it was in his porn that popped up. No, nah, I don't have porn. Mm-hmm. Just the homemade kind, and that's in some cloud somewhere. I don't know what that is. Clouds. <laughs> so Larry, I will, to... I will say that um, I, I actually really liked it. Um, I found the story really compelling, and I feel like that's a big accomplishment, especially when you're talking about a brand new IP and a double sides issue. And you have like concepts that are definitely familiar, but at the same time, not completely. And, you know, you, you're not going to use any, any text. And, you know, I think that's a, a huge accomplishment. I mean, obviously like the pedigree of the people that are making the book, uh, is relatively high, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's not like the, it's anyone's first rodeo here. You know, these are all um, Eisner-nominated comic book creators. So you know, they so each of them in their field has been recognized as a person at the top of their game. Whether you talk about the writing, the art, the colors, but and I think everybody brings their A game. It's just one of these things where it's like. I was shocked because when I read that it was like, okay, this is supposed to be four double size issues and there's not gonna be any text through any of them. I'm like, 
that's a that's a tall order for a new IP, you know what I'm saying? And so I was pleasantly surprised by how well the first issue was handled because I felt like it conveyed um, a story that all of us could understand. Uh, there was only one point, I think, where I was kind of like, I think that's like, like, I was like, I think that's a geyser thing that's happening here. And I wasn't 100% certain, but I was like, I think that's a yeah. geyser. And, um, but they did enough for me to get that I think it's a geyser. And that it, could just be, you know, my lack of experience it, it, with actual geysers. <laughs> it, it personer now. Don't assume it's gender. <laughs> so, so, so the yeah. happens. And and then and then it's like, okay, like like it, it keeps things simple but fresh in the sense like, you know, the next monster that it's fighting and like, you know, it's like, okay, the, the armored giant is getting messed up and so you're seeing that and you know, just when you think like, okay, um, well, they fought a monster, then they fought a bigger monster, then they fought a bigger monster, and you're like, well, you know, I guess we're gonna see a full page monster in a second, and then it's like, oh, it's people, <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, okay, like you know, like there are people, and it's like, oh, it's like the people are trying to say something, you know, <laughs> you know, and so I'm like, oh, that's like, it was kind of cool how they kind of switched it up because it felt like very much like it could have been like going like maybe a. a Shadows of the Colossus kind of route for a second. And then you're like, oh, okay, no, it's actually going to do something a little bit different. And then you get like another twist. And it's like, oh, okay, like, dude, like, there's something happening here. And so, you know, for me, I was actually like, like impressed with, with the, uh, how, how skillfully all the storytelling was done. And of course, I mean, comic books is all about, artists uh like really helping to tell a story right you know it's like but it's it's insane to think like how i can read comics sometimes and there's text there's drawings and i'm like what is happening in this panel here like you know what I'm saying? like like what like all of a sudden i'm just like what what's going on in this what was happening in this part of this book and i've that's happened to me more than once not not because uh, I got low comprehension skills. I just read a lot of comics. And it turns out not everybody's good at sequential art. You know what I'm saying? Like, not everybody can tell. Like, And and that's not a knock, honestly, because it's not like you can be a good artist and not necessarily a great sequential artist. But also, too, some stuff's hard to convey. You know what I'm saying? Like, movies and TV is popular for a reason. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, when you're talking about certain situations, it's like, and especially considering like when you're talking about a comic book, which is generally like 22 pages, right? And you only have so many, so many panels on each page. There's only so much real estate. It's like things that are really simple that you think of like, oh, okay, well, hey, they're, you know, making toast. It's like making toast in a comic book is a chore. Like, and I'm talking about like a real chore, like, you know, to convey that somebody is, you know, or can be like that they're making toast. It's like, you know, like if, if you're actually showing the process of that, you know what I'm saying? Like on film, it's seconds. In a comic book, that's a whole sequence of pages. You could make a whole comic book about making toast. That's the thing, depending <laughs> on how you're making a film, because you could do a film of making toast and have it be a bunch of shots, like five yeah. cameras. 
or you mm-hmm. can just have them a guy making toast you know right the 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 expression the 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 mode of expression is what really separates one from the other you know mm-hmm. and i feel like this book oh go ahead uh, I'm sorry. I, I just have a question that maybe you guys picked up on i it might be something where i need to go back and look at this book again normally in a comic book when somebody speaks and it's unintelligible to us it's because the main characters don't understand it so i'm wondering do the characters not understand what the people are saying or are they just going with their stick of there's no real dialogue these this word bubble is just more art and squiggly lines i think uh it's just um we there's no dialogue like that's just it. But you think like the kid understood what was said. Because right? I think there's one panel in it where you get like a narration caption box and it's in that language too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, I probably I'd probably missed that box. I'd have to... Yeah, I, I I actually didn't see it until I shared the picture. Let me see if uh if I have a picture here. Oh, here comes Molinsky. I'm not <laughs> I'm not hundred percent certain that, that the kid does understand. Like she, she might See that's what I thought at first. She can understand and it can't speak. Yeah, no, it it actually it's a bubble. It just has a really tiny stem, and I'm used to my bubbles being round, and this one was square. So let's see here. (laughs) So it's actually like a a a word balloon. It's a word balloon, but it, it just it's square and it has a really thin stem. Right oh there. yeah. So I, mm-hmm. I thought that was a a caption box, but it's not. Yeah. yeah, and that's the other little the other little girl speaking to her Ish. or whatever. Yeah. Or boy, we don't know how she identifies. There it is. So, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I definitely can understand why this book wouldn't be for everybody, but yeah, it, and. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> what is the price and page count for this book? I think it's forty-eight pages, and I think it's like four ninety-nine. If I'm not mistaken, four ninety-nine is right. Okay, for forty-eight pages, I think that's worth picking up. Yeah, it's look. It's a beautiful book, and it is like it's a it's a double-sized book, and every issue is supposed to be that double-sized and you know like i mean it like yeah it's interesting because i feel like the art definitely is is good enough to warrant like almost like a um like a coffee table or like an artist edition kind of deal to it like you know i think that i know for me like i you know i don't know if i would buy it personally but i think there are a lot of people out there that would or at least a lot of people that have read the book that will want to pick something like that up let me say it like that because I don't know how many people have actually read the book. <laughs> you know, like I, th- I don't, I don't believe that this is going to be a, necessarily a book that's going to be at the top of the the sales charts. You know, come the end of the month. But what do I know? You know, yeah. I've been shocked before. <laughs> Watch it really resonate with people. I was once a naked young girl. <laughs> <laughs> I I too have slept in the palm of an iron giant. <laughs> that is my mother engulfed in plants. 
Yeah, man. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so look, with that said, um, I mean, yeah, like, it sounds, it sounds to me like we all like the art at the very least, right? Yeah. Jay, Jay, you were okay with the art? Okay, mm-hmm. Jay, like, yeah, okay. Um, okay, so I don't know. Should, I mean, every, it feels like, it's interesting because it feels like everything that you would say about the book after this point is like all it would be would be speculation because it'd just be like, you know, trying to. Right. You There's know, so, to, so much you can say about this book from what right. Right, right. It's like, and, and also know, like we, none of us know for certain what's going on. Part of it is experiencing this book in the way that it's presented to you. Like, you have to really do it. Like, it, we could give it a five out of five. You might give it a one. Right. Because yeah. it's it's a different way of doing. It's like when uh when that movie The Artist won the award, the best picture award. And it's like mm-hmm. the fuck, like that's how they made movies a hundred years ago. Like yeah. Can I uh you know, I'm I'm a part of uh like I, I have like different comic apps or whatnot, and like you know, we're part of different comic communities, and there was uh an exchange I saw in regards to this book. And let, let me just read this to you all and you all tell me what you, what you all think here. So, um, uh, somebody, somebody here basically, like this is like all one chain now, right? So, um, somebody says here, this is unbelievable, uh, unbelievably beautiful. Uh, Bagara and Lopez are doing some really great work uh, Oh man, that sky and forest can't wait till the next issue. And uh, somebody else here says, after reading the solicitation again, I have to admit uh, it was my bad, I guess. I I didn't read the text free part. Hard pass for me, right? So another person commented on that particular comment and said, Hey, I see it's hard for you to fall into a world without any words. This is a beautiful, this is beautiful art telling a silent story that isn't uh that isn't that silent at all unless you want the pages to say boom there are words you just can't read it and so a different person (laughs) replies after that and says i don't know if you mean to sound condescending but jesus christ chill out If you want to talk about how good something is, don't do it with the window dressing of calling someone an idiot. <laughs> and I was like, wow, like this escalated quickly, you know? And so somebody, the, the person that, that made that comment was like, no insults were given at all. However, I was pointing out that the talking boxes with a, with a different language, unless anyone knows how to read, the, read those. And you know, and, and then the original, the person that that he did that reply to before is basically just kind of came in and was just like, yeah, I'm not a dummy. You know, I just don't, you know, I just didn't feel it, you know, whatever. And I was just like, like, I, like, I don't know. Like, for me, when I read that comment about him saying, like, you know, hey, like, it actually talks, but just without words, you know, it didn't seem pretentious to me. But then I was like, 
damn, am I the pretentious one? Like, do I have those thoughts in my head? But I just know better just to keep it to myself and just be like, oh. I, I've done reviews where I've gone like transcendent on shit. Like, yeah. shit wasn't, you know, and that's kind of how this, because I, when I read this, I heard music. Right. <laughs> and, and I did, you know, I, I yeah. omitted that from me doing it because it's just part of my experience. Like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, as much as you, you're being presented, in comic books as a medium as much as you're being presented a picture and dialogue a lot of the times and you know sound effects like mm-hmm. it's your imagination putting stuff in and right. i i heard music while i was reading this mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. but i can't say that to people because they're like yeah <laughs> but that like the the defensiveness <laughs> of like no there's it says something you just don't know what it says <laughs> and it's like when when you read that i'm like yeah, it does say something. Yeah, that's like it, I was like, I thought he was making a good point. Yeah, contrite. You know, and then it's like, no, I was talking about the intelligible word bubbles. Oh, <laughs> uh, but wait, but I was like, no, that makes sense to me. And then the dude was like, hey man, I don't know if you meant to be yeah. condescending, but chill out. And I was like, wow, like you know, he's like, he's like, you don't have to if you like it, just say you like it. You don't have to call people idiots. Yeah. And I was like. What race was that person, that person that was 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 condescending? I mean, listen, I don't, there's no way to tell. It's it's all text, so uh, you know who knows. But you know, but I was just like, man, like, can we take this to find out? <laughs> listen, obviously, like every everybody on that joint is high strung. I'm not I'm not doing any digging in any of these people. <laughs> not me. Next, you know, they're like, we should clip out our review and put it in there. <laughs> But it 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 it, uh, it cracked me up because I was like, wow, like okay. <laughs> anyway, so we should do we should do some uh, ratings for this book. So let's start with you, Oz. Let's uh, step by bloody step. Number one, what what would you rate it? If a picture is worth a thousand words, <laughs> this magnum opus of a of a Greek epic of a story transcends the universe with it was fine i liked it for like i i do have i the sleeping in the snow thing bugged me but it's like the first two pages and then they're done i can just tear those pages off throw them in the garbage and enjoy the rest (laughs) there it is jay what would you rate step by bloody step number one um i would give it a four with the asterisks of because my reading experience kind of sucked so once i read it properly it might be a five okay that's fair moses magnum what would you rate step by bloody step i give it a four and a half the the half point it gets because this is a book that they know look it's a number one we're probably going to get a a certain amount of these um four I'm sorry, say that again? Yeah, four. Well, it's four issues. Yeah. Right, right. But, uh, like, I'm talking about the the first issue. Like, how many copies are we going to print of these, you know? Oh, got you. Got yeah. You. So, it's going to be a weird story. Like, you know, how many covers should we do? And there's, like, six or eight of them. Yeah, they're a lot All of great. And then they still did a white cover. 
Yeah. So the half point is <laughs> like that point five is that white that, cover. Look, absolutely, absolutely. I got the digital copy and it came with a white cover on it. And I got Procreate. I'm gonna draw my own white cover on it. <laughs> if, so. if you're a, a comic book publisher, just just stick a white piece sheet of paper on every book you print, and you will get an extra point five. Hey, I, I, you know, I, I'm. Yeah, like I want to have a full list where I just want I just get every white cover that month or that week, you know. But I mean, you can ask for the white cover version of in the pool list. Right? Well, yeah, you can. Not, not where I went. Oh, sorry. They didn't oh. even offer like, oh, they, yeah. I, I said that a lot two weeks ago. Fuck Pulp Fiction comics. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it again. <laughs> I do it online, and they give me the option of every cover I want. Yeah, I know, but yeah, no. Well, now that I have a credit card, I can... yeah, that five hundred is gonna go quick, huh? Hey, you wish, you wish it was five hundred. That's for you, peasants. That's, that's usually how they start. No, that's look, for yeah. you, peasants. Yeah, <laughs> it turns oh, out I, I used all my debts. <laughs> As for me, uh, I give step by bloody step number one uh, a four. It's it's a great book. I want to see where it goes. Um, it's beautiful. So yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, and it'll be exciting to see what happens next. All right, y'all want to do some news real quick? Look, your your rating was much like the comic, a very few words. Yeah, that's it. I I was gonna just do the the speech bubble with the Krakoan. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can we do our our logo in Krakoan? Like the F. I mean, there. Yeah, we sure could. What's the F look like in Krakoan? It. it I'll, I'll I pull it up. That question was more for uh, pre-production text, right? Like, or if you have the Patreon ten thousand dollar tier. I think. <laughs> uh, I honestly think I can. I can get a Krakoan um, font. I'm, I'm sure it exists already. Yeah, like we could do the we could do the dupe font, the Krakoan font. Shit, we might be able to do this font too. We just ask the dudes, like, "Hey, what's the F in this the, language?" The Krakoan F looks like a tadpole. <laughs> it's a, all right. Uh, I'm gonna play this uh, Mo deal, and then uh, okay, let's do it. Do, we'll do news right after. You guys, good with Perfection. that. Yeah. Speak now forever hold your peace. 25 this year. And you know how we're celebrating? I'm yeah. saving you some money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Mo money, mo money, mo money. Humble Bundle has teamed up with Oni Press to bring you a bunch of their books. 52 items for $25. You can give more if you want because it is going to charity. But you could pay $1 and get like three items. $10, get 13 items, something like that. It, you know, link will be down here. Um, but yeah, they're celebrating and they're bringing Scott Pilgrim, Whiteout, all the stuff that made movies, Atomic Blonde, as well as really good books like Queen and Country, Lost at Sea, Kaiju Max, and one of my personal favorites, Black Metal. Now, part of this deal is that the proceeds go to the National Urban League. The National Urban League has been doing a lot of work with inner city communities and underserved segments of the population by bringing after school programs, sport programs, uh, tutoring, sometimes even 
even housing. So when you're saving money and doing it for a good cause, it's not just a deal. It's a mode deal. Nice. Actually, job, just bro. bought Lost at Sea. That's cool. Well, how much was it? I don't remember. Well, you could have gotten it, like it for full a price. Yeah, you could have got it for a dollar with this humble bundle, dude. and you got it digitally too. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. I got it. Good. I wanted to pair it up with the gingerbread girl. Yeah. And reread both of them. I don't think Gingerbread Girl is part of this deal, but it might be. There's a no, lot it's of books. not, unfortunately. No. But I like those two together, Gingerbread Girl and Lost at Sea, because yeah. they both kind of have the whole the girl is kind of batshit insane, but in the same way. Like the Lost at Sea girl's soul was stolen by a cat. And the gingerbread girl had her homunculus removed out of her brain by her mad scientist father. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> and it's funny, like, because those things didn't happen, but them and everyone around them acts like it is the case. Oh, man. You know what you got to watch is a servant. That TV I show? Do, I have heard things yeah. about servant. Because it's like that, too. <laughs> but it's, it's like, like Apple TV, right? I don't have yeah, that. Yeah, it, it's just basically this chick forgot her kid in the car and it died. And then they just got a doll and Damn. she thinks it's real. And then it's like everybody just pretends that the, the baby's real. And she does too. And she wonders why she can't lactate. And uh, and then she hires this like weird cult Amish girl and she brings the baby into existence. <laughs> so then it's like, yeah, it's a twist because it's Shyamalan. So, uh, what? And then there's th there's three seasons of that. Jeez. We'll have to finish okay. rereading Lost at Sea first. Yeah. But maybe I don't know. It's yeah, Apple, so yeah. I'd have to go way out of my way to get watch it like we could write a letter to Shyamalan and you can get a review copy if you're interested in watching it i still gotta watch firefly ah. it's gonna take a while wait you never watched firefly he's never seen it at all no, never... did you watch the movie mm -mm. i was out to see when that came out listen that's not an excuse i mean it's still <laughs> He was having a devil's triangle in the Bermuda Triangle in that show. <laughs> like, we've been telling Jay to watch Firefly for years, just like we've been telling Mo to watch Firefly for years. And I watched tried. Mo tried. So I'll give him that. His, hey, his narcolepsy that's hey. specific only to episode hey, five hey, of Firefly. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, it ain't narcolepsy if it's for one episode. That that's just a bad episode. Even here, uh, Big Man, I I didn't get to do this earlier, but here. There are definitely some episodes of Firefly that are forgettable, especially in the middle of the season. And guess what? Episode five, middle of the fuck. Like, I fall asleep at the actual timestamp of the middle of the season. Like, <laughs> it, it's tough because I want Jay to watch it, but at the same time, like, he missed his window of opportunity when Whedon wasn't, like, we didn't know. Hey, look, nobody cares, really. Just women. And we're not women, right? 
Well, three of us aren't. Despite wow. what Derek may think. Wow. What? <laughs> I know Derek is insinuating. Guess... Yeah, because we reviewed Married Me. Oh, gotcha. Dude, so but good. it's a comic book movie. <laughs> like, it is. I try to get all of them. Yeah, there it is. Look, it, uh, it helped. It helped it stay in the top three. The fact that we reviewed that it was a comic book. <laughs> and dude, Studio Six 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 is so much better than Marry Me. <laughs> like, so much better. I don't believe it. <laughs> no, you would like if I could if if I could find you a goreless version and play it for you, you would agree. Look, fuck that goreless. Let make him watch the thing. Like it's. The thing I think, look, I haven't seen it, Jay, but you can tell me if I'm wrong. There's enough uh, bit of comedy where he can, it'll like get him ready for the next set of gore, right? No, there, there's a ton of comedy. It, it's yeah. very funny. Like, I did not realize Dave Grohl and them were like as funny as oh, they are. They're fucking goofballs. <laughs> like, I, I knew that, but yeah, there's being a goofball and there's being like funny on camera. Like, yeah, Dave Grohl was the, was, well, I guess not the devil, but Bill's a boss in the Pick of Destiny. Yeah, no, but oh, like wow. if you ever watch like Foo Fighters music videos, like they're fucking straight comedy. Like they're it's at, they're performing comedy skits, and the even Mentos like one is good. Which one? The the one where it's a Mentos commercial, right? There's that one. There's <laughs> the one where um, what, what was it? The the one learn to fly from you myself and Irene, and it's like Tenacious D is smuggling cocaine on the plane, <laughs> and then the effeminate uh, steward guy, the, the flight attendant, is Dave Grohl, and he accidentally drinks it in his coffee, and he goes <laughs> nuts. And then Dave Grohl is also they do like the Nutty Professor thing. Dave Grohl is also the like smitten teen that actually sees. Dave Grohl and recognizes him from the band and then blows him. So he blows himself <laughs> in the music video. And then Taylor Hawkins, the drummer, is like jealous <laughs> that Dave Grohl is, is blowing Dave Grohl. It's it, it, their videos are hilarious, dude. Like, I, yeah, it, it's there. And then there's the, um, there's an Dave Grohl did a Saturday Night Live appearance where he was like the drummer in like. For a wedding, the groom decided to reunite his high school punk band, and Dave Grohl's in it, and it's fucking like Dave Grohl. I was like, that's the first time I saw him be funny without the music videos, and I'm like, dude, that could just be a comedic actor. Wow. So, so Larry, you gonna watch it this weekend? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. we're reviewing it next week. Oh no. And just like all new Firefly, you're not gonna have anything to say about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna veto. <laughs> all right. So what's we're not happening in the news? Huh? Uh, I'm like, we're not doing Godfather, Larry. Because he said veto. Oh no. He I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for it. I was like, where's my he? <laughs> we talked about uh the Futurama. Disney's Futurama coming back in uh John DiMaggio's on board now. They they yeah they, they didn't like they didn't cheap out so there that is, happened. It, is it still Disney's Futurama? It still is. 
Like, because there's no reason to bring it back. Like, there's not people clamoring for it. Is that true? It seemed like it. Like, who, who's seen from who? Like, you know, a bunch of you know, a bunch of fucking Futurama fans. Yeah. And how many of them have said, Larry, I wish, you know, Larry, can I confide in you with something, Larry? I, it might be on my deathbed, but Larry, Larry, I wish we would have gotten one more season of Futurama. Like, anybody I, ever I, tell you something like that? Kind of. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're pretty close. It wasn't exactly that, but I'm kind of like the well, who did microphones. But, like, like, listen, I, I've, again, my buddy Ray. Like, yeah. Ray has has definitely said he wishes there was more Futurama, and he would like Futurama to come back. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, Raymond might be uh, in in a minority, but I don't think so. Like, I feel like there's people that, like, would, like, I, and I, obviously there was a vocal minority when you're talking about the whole Bendergate thing, you know? But, um... I, I think that, but there's a reason this joint plays in syndication all the time. Yeah, because people watch it, right? But it's not like I mean, a lot of things like you know, Gilligan's Island plays in syndication. Andy Griffith's show plays in syndication. Where, like I watch all. Of where's that. Gilligan's Island playing? On Me TV or My TV? One of those, like channel like eighteen or something. Hmm. Over there, yeah, Me yeah. TV does all the old stuff. Yeah. I they mean, go I, decade by decade. Like they, they have a like three days out of the week. They go decade by decade. I get like Matlock and yeah, that's the decade I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do like Matlock, Columbo, Murder She Wrote, and uh, oh, Columbo's pretty good. It's good, but you know, I I I'd rather get that on DVD by itself. You know, like. Or like on Netflix and binge it, you know, binge it for a day and then not go back. Um, but I'm a when it comes to television, syndicated television, I'm a 50s, 60s guy. Like maybe 70s, but even 70s is like Happy Days. But like Happy Days is like 50s. Like it's thrown back to the 50s, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like that. But yeah, I'm a Munsters. Gilligan's Island, Andy Griffith. How do you feel Gomer, about I? Oh, what? Nah, Gomer Pyle, like, I like it because it's a spinoff of Andy Griffith, but it's like they he always tried to sing and he always had that big, deep, like, voice that he did. And it's what like, about F Troop? F Troop? No, I never watched that. How do you feel about Get Smart? It's pretty good. Get Smart was good. That was 60s also, right? That was the mm-hmm. 70s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get I, like, smart. I, like, I like Get Smart. I like yeah. Get Smart. Yeah. Like, I want a gritty, like, Zack Snyder remake of Get Smart. <laughs> That's what we need. Yeah. That's what we need. I'm clamoring for that. That's called Taken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, if you had gadgets. Realistically, yeah. uh, what you call it would fit for that Avengers. Oh, yeah. Like for like Nick Fury? No. No, the other event. Uma Thurston finds. Gotcha. Yeah. Miss Pyle. I, I forget not, the guy's name because I never cared about that guy. <laughs> like Miss Pyle. Not everything is comics, Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're on a comic show. Disney doesn't like, own everything. 
I got Giddy watching. I got Giddy watching Game of Thrones because Miss Pyle was there, and I'm like, but she's all dressed like an Amish person in a burka, <laughs> and like eighty. <laughs> well, I mean. You know. Like I, I love that episode of Married with Children where they're like, they're bringing back the Avengers. Like Miss Pyle's high kick. It's the same Miss Pyle. She's still high. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, Jay, you want to talk about Straczynski? Oh yeah, there was a Straczynski story where, um. What happened with that dude? So he created a character uh, for Rising Stars, and there is a Kickstarter with an almost carbon copy of that character in the lead. And so he, Straczynski, is pissed. Um, Wait, is he pissed or is he just like, what's the deal? He sounded pissed to me. <laughs> I love it. It's like he sounded really pissed on Twitter. No. <laughs> oh, you so got this, okay. Yeah, so this is Patriot. That's yeah. the the uh, character that Straczynski created for Rising Stars. And then let me see if I can just can I just share like just go to share and just pick the next tab. Um, I don't know. I, th- I think I can share. I think I can share the other guy. Oh, it, it's no, all right. I got it. Have it Unless you have it. Okay, go for it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I hope I don't get Zelensky again. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're like, oh, that'd be hilarious. It's Mo. President of Mo. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. And so, so, I mean, the design is there. I'm more like, like clothes. Yeah. <laughs> that it doesn't look like clothes. No, the like belt doesn't have a buckle. Like it, it's just like hanging on the side. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely that's that feels very Liefeld inspired. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, it, it's obvious that that is like, like. It's interesting, like, this was another thing where I was looking at the comments and people were like, well, there's only so many ways you can create a character that that's wearing the flag, and it's like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, my guy, like, just look at the composition of the costumes. Like, you can, there's no way that you can look at one of those and look at the other one and be like, okay, like, obviously, they've seen that. Like the the with the way that they have like the diagonal and the friggin' way yeah, you the, could at least like diagonal it the other way. That's what I'm saying, right? And, like, like you know, a rip off, but like okay, at least he was trying. Like, right. That's Go the ahead. C students, the C students uh, of the world <laughs> trying to make comics because they're like, eh, you know what? Without the cape, it doesn't look the same. And it's like that's crazy talk. It's yeah. like. Like but it's like I don't even understand it. Like for somebody to be like, because somebody was like, "Oh well, Patriot's just a carbon copy of Captain America," and it's like, "What?" Like that's somebody. I'm like, you obviously didn't read Rising Stars. 
yeah, and that's the thing, like, that but that's you put Captain America and Patriot together, and it's like okay, you can see some of the homage, but it's still not like a ripoff design. No, like not this at guy, all. this guy's a ripoff design, and it's like yeah. okay, your story, be- your story for super for this dude better be really fucking good. Because, like, even you'd look at like a Captain America story, and then you look at Patriot story. It's like, okay, you want to talk about the costume? There's only you know, it's Mm -hmm. ripping off Captain America, and then you read the fucking story for fucking Patriot, and it's like, dude, Steve Rogers, he's the epitome of white male privilege. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and it's just so crazy because it's like for someone like. J. Michael Straczynski, who like, you know, he that character was originally named Flag, yeah, and, and it was like Flag with two G's, yeah, and then he realized that there was or, or was brought to his attention that there was already a, a comic book character with that name, yeah, and he changed it immediately, like himself, like he was like, oh, I'm so sorry, changed it and even incorporated the name change into the story. which is like dude like it's so awesome like it's like you know so for like a guy that will go to that kind of length just to make sure that you know he like doesn't step on somebody else's toes in regards to like the whole creative creative space and then for somebody to come in and be like oh you know hey you know just out here trying to make things happen it's like "Mm." you know but but don't get me wrong like I, i will say this i think that the the there was a kickstarter that was, I guess, promoting that the, the character's name, I think, is Sergeant Flag, actually, <laughs> or something like that. And uh, I think the Kickstarter has been suspended as of now because I guess they're uh, going to retool the character or something. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. That's some bullshit. <laughs> I mean, what? They should have just mean, kept going? I own it at this point. Like, I, I'd be like his, his fucking... His catchphrase is "Take a knee" as he breaks your knees. <laughs> Take a knee. <laughs> it's so funny because this was another, like I said, the, the comments on this was wild because there was one guy that was just like, like people were like, "Oh, that's definitely a ripoff." I think you have a case. It's like you know, people were saying, you know, I think you should call your lawyer. And there was one guy that was like, every time somebody would comment something like that, he would be like. Why should you call his lawyer? Doesn't even matter. Like, no one's gonna read this book. Like he was saying, like basically the same thing, yeah, over and over and over again. In the comments, <laughs> and I was just like, my guy, like, why are you like? I'm like, dude, just just take down your Kickstarter. You know what I'm <laughs> just, just tell us, just tell us that it's your character and you're feeling away about it. Like, don't try to make it seem your dummy account. Like, you're something. Like, what are you doing? Like, I for one. No- Look forward to the story of Roger Stevenson. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It cracked me up more. That cracked That's me That's a comic up. that merits a, a reading now again. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm telling you. Rising like, Stars. Rising Stars is so good. Like, I'm, I'm surprised that, like, I'm assuming Szyzynski doesn't want to do anything mass media with it yet. Because I can't imagine that somebody has it at this point. Like, yeah, either, well, because I'm saying his price must be too high, or not too high, but higher. Like he's just like, hey, or or he wants some kind of creative control. I could see that too. 
I, I think creative control is a big part of it because he's worked in TV and he's adapted right. things for like the Twilight mm-hmm. Zone and stuff mm-hmm. and Babylon 5. And right. so he's like, you know what? There's money here. Like, you can't, mm-hmm. can't just take my shit. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not mad at him. Like, no, you know I'd I rather have him. something, even if it's terrible, but he's like, he backed it and it's his decision. I'll take that over just the bastardization because, I mean, you know, the shit with critical mass and all that, like, it, mm-hmm. the closest thing we had to that was, like, the ripoff of Rising Stars, Heroes. Heroes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, anyway. I don't um, know if you guys um, ever saw, like, uh, the special features for, like, the real Ghostbusters, but it's, like, super interesting, the story of, like, how they kind of like fucked over J. Michael Straczynski. Like they messed up all his ideas and like they went from being like the number one show to like like dead last after like messing up all his ideas that they were like begging him to come back and try and fix it. And uh, yeah, but at the end it was like there was only so much he could do. Right. And it ended up just yeah final season but it was like this yeah i'm sure he doesn't want to go through shit like that if he can avoid it yeah yeah what's happening in the news folks marvel did a shitty ass cover (laughs) is that really news though no. Oh, how dare you? How dare uh, you? What new series that's coming out? Act like they don't make these amazing covers throughout all like all these books they come out with they have amazing covers. And you go look at the one and be like, oh yeah, that's what Marvel does. Terrible cover. <laughs> <laughs> it's like whatever. God, I, I don't know. think that's I I think the he, they have more trouble with the headline than than the actual story. But uh, damn it. I don't even have the press release on me with the new phone. Uh, there's a Hulkling and Wiccan series, and they released the cover. And I'm like, they sent this out as a press release, and <laughs> I was like, dude, like that's a bad cover. Like it looks like a kid like drew it. When you put it, I thought that was like somebody commissioned a white cover, and that's what they came up with. Yeah. That was- Honestly, for a white cover, that's amazing. <laughs> And it's like and it's not like that's yeah. the uh, is that the A cover is that the main cover that's the main cover yeah that no, this was really this was this was at the top of the press release like this is the thumbnail and it was it's for a actual like series it's not yeah. like a young adult novel no it's just an actual series um if you give me a second while you guys discuss this I can bring up because that's that's exactly what it was. First thing that I thought when I looked at him, that looks like a young adult novel cover. Which, I, and I'm not saying that you know, like those covers sometimes can be stylized like this. Yeah. So you know, it's doing its thing, like in that regard. If that's what you're going for, and I could totally see a young adult novelization of Hulkling and Wiccan just because of the characters yeah. that they they've become. But you know, but I don't like it. It's not. But I'm not the target audience. What, yeah, when you said young adult thing, then it's like, okay, it makes a lot of sense now because mm-hmm. I, I don't, I think that's probably the feel of the book. Mm-hmm. And, 
Oh, let me search Holton here. But I, I don't really know. Like, if it might be the feel of the comic, even though uh, it's still just a bad cover. Like, who did that cover? Do you know? Uh, it'll tell me right now. Um, when the email decides. Peach Momoko. No, is that a Peach Momoko cover? Really? Yeah. That, that doesn't better. look like Peach Momoko's work to me. That, yeah, that it this is. is it check is. out Mesmerizing New Covers by Peach Momoko and Luciano Vecchio. Oh, well, listen. It looks like Peach Momoko's initial draft before she goes like, back and like does the details. Well, listen, I, th this is the official proof that Peach Momoko's making too many covers. <laughs> like, I, I, like, we, we look the, that young lady is overworked and she's slipping because <laughs> that cover like never in a million years would I be like oh, oh right. that's a teacher Marco. yeah too many, too many loads good ones it says, uh, it says just in time for Pride Month the latest chapter of the saga of Hulkling and Wiccan comes to comic shops this June first released in vertical digital format on Marvel Unlimited oh that's what it is Okay, writer Josh Trujillo and artist Jody Nishijima's acclaimed Hulkling. See, now this looks like a Jody Nishijima cover. Like, it looks like one of those Japanese... I don't uh, like that the W I, looks like it's dripping with jizz. Now that you call it young adult. <laughs> like, I just noticed that. I didn't notice that until Lawrence called it young adult. Now you can't unsee it. Now, I can't. <laughs> I'm glad I don't read this book now. There's here, I'm gonna put the variant cover right now. Let's see. Stop sharing. It's interesting because you know, okay, so this is like the Marvel Limited run, like back in the day, like basically yeah. into print. But yeah, yeah. right now, like Hulkling is literally like the king of space. Like in Marvel Comics, like Hulkling is is like he's uh banded together the Kree and the scrolls and like is the king or yeah, the he ruler killed the, he killed the tree people wait but isn't someone if he if the Kree and the scroll are united what's going on with the one princess girl that's being hidden away oh you're talking about from the yeah with the with the shiar yeah. Uh, like you're you're trying to you're asking like who's attacking her? I mean, she's in space. They're in space, and he's the king of space, right? Yeah. I mean, look, he has the biggest, basically the biggest. I mean, I guess for all intents and purposes, the biggest like army and group of like the biggest kingdom in space. But you know, technically, it's like you have, you still have the the spacefaring Wakandans. You got the friggin' uh. Like the Shi'ar, you still have uh, chameleons, and you still, of course, you, you you got really the mutants, right? Like Storm is the regent of Soul now, so it's like, wait, uh, when did that happen? And you look, you're behind on your X Men. Well, yeah, yeah, like it happened. Like planet planet size X Men, I think is maybe the first time you kind of get that. I think. If I'm remembering right, if it's not Planet Size X Men, it might be like 
the issue of X-Men right after that. Yeah, I gotta catch up on my X-Men. Yeah, but no, man, Storm Storm is basically like when when the powers that be in in the Marvel, you know, galactic, you know, Marvel Cosmic, when the powers get together, it's basically Storm that's like speaking for Earth or well, I I think that might have happened once, but when it happens again, it'll be Storm. Okay. Um, yeah. So, um, should we move to final thoughts? We can do that. What, I was going to do one what? last story, but oh, okay. I got I got one more. Yeah, go with yours. You do... I was trying to upload the picture and it's not working. Okay. So. No, there's no picture. But uh, Mark Wade was on a podcast called Spec Tales Podcast, and he just basically put it out there saying, you know, if you have your, your copy of uh, Irredeemable number one, or if you see copies of Irredeemable number one, you might want to go out, go ahead and pick those up now. And so put, putting it out there like, damn it, that their stock, their stock might be going up soon for a reason that he could not disclose. <laughs> so, you know, Obviously, that's one of those things where it's like maybe he has like an animated something or other coming out or a TV show or potentially a movie, something like that. So I'm putting it out there, share it, spreading the wealth with you good people. If you want to, if you're in a comic shop and you see an Irredeemable number one, it might be worth the while just to pick it up because I look, Irredeemable number one probably can't be worth more than like 10 or 15 bucks right now, right? If If that. that, yeah. Yeah, I'm so gonna check on eBay like, right now, see if it's uh, mm-hmm. so even if you can get a copy of Irredeemable number one for 15 bucks, if a movie or something like that comes out, you might be able to flip that on eBay for 30. You know what I'm saying? When that happens, and if it's good, who knows? You know, you could be in a Walking Dead situation, you never know. So, okay, Irredeemable it. number one is 30 bucks right now on eBay. Oh, I'm surprised it's, it's that much. I mean, no, I, I think it's, it's after, worth thirty bucks. Yeah, it's it's. Oh yeah, it's five dollars well, at Noble Games. Yeah, buy five mm. of them. Give me one. <laughs> Wait, but five dollars—that's for. Send like, me the link, Jay. Send me the link. It's for used. Yeah, I mean, you're all you're gonna get used anywhere now because. They didn't print that many back then. I have uh I have a weird one that's the irredeemable on one side and incorruptible on the other. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah remember when they did stuff. the promo like for a yeah. dollar or something? Yeah, that's that. good stuff. Yeah. Fuck, that series was so good. It's real good. I agree. Like I'm glad Snyder didn't think to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get out of here, folks. Give me some final thoughts, man. Uh, wow, that movie just threw me way off. <laughs> uh, yeah, catch Batman this weekend. And uh, 
catch Superman and Lois still good. Okay, you know, there you go. All that like family emotional <laughs> drama. So, it's still a good show. Not really Superman, but you know, still a good Superman show. Right. Okay. Jay, final thoughts. Um, I don't remember what my final thoughts are. <laughs> what are you thinking right now, Jay? Just put it out there. Cheese. Like well, that's your thought, man. He's a cheese. <laughs> now he's thinking of cheese. He doesn't like Moses it. Magnum. Final thoughts. Uh so yeah, Larry, your congratulations on becoming a TikTok star. You're a sensation. <laughs> and if you want to find out why, you gotta follow us on TikTok. Fantastic forum on TikTok. Yeah. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week. Uh, until then, you know, be good. Be good to each other. It's Fantastic Forum. We're out. Oh, do I need to hit that?